Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DNVR Broncos post game show losers lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Blah 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 blah. Code DNVR. Use the code DNVR. To, yeah, whatever. Um. Honestly, I I don't know what what more can be said, other than the offense is an absolute embarrassment. Punt, 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 punt interception that was the broncos second half offense in a one score game yeah and and there's reasons for it um jerry judy going out on the first play of the game certainly didn't help uh graham glasgow going down not only didn't help but actively hurt a lot multiple times uh billy turner going out definitely hurt it was tee off season on rest then and because of that we ended with what i would say was the worst offensive performance of the season Mm -hmm. Um, and it is crazy that after everything we talked about, the bye week, this, that, the other thing, that things went backward. And like I said, there's things to point to, but it's just crazy to think. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same things as always where you can point to one or two or three things and say, oh, yep, that's why it happened. But the thing is, the reason why we always talk about those is because those are the things that they could fix. You know, you could sit here and say, like, oh, they were so close to winning. If they have Jerry Judy, who knows? Maybe he makes a play when they're down there at the end. Maybe if they have those linemen, they don't have those. It doesn't matter at this point, though. Like, every week there's the excuses. Now it's I mean, not even excuses, reasons to think that those things could get better. At this point, it just doesn't matter if things get better. You're three and six. I think four teams ever have made the playoffs from three and six. It's the season's basically over. So it doesn't matter really why at this point. Well, and what sucks about it is this morning, the Broncos, if they won today mm-hmm. and then the Chargers lost to the, their big time dogs against the 49ers tonight, yep. they were one game out of the wild card spot in the mm-hmm. AFC. Now that they've lost, all eyes turn, the, turn to the Colts playing the Raiders. If the Raiders beat the Colts, which is not looking good right now that they're going to, mm-hmm. but if the Raiders beat the Colts, Broncos would be tied for last place in the division. Yeah. I mean, j- j- mm-hmm. just like that, the Broncos had a massive opportunity, and the offense just completely wasted it away. And like you said, Ryan, embarrassing, but unfortunately, that's just the new reality of what the Broncos' offense is. And there's just, there's just still, week to week, there's it seems like there's so much hope going into games of being able to get to 21 points which would have been enough to win today, to get to 20, which would have been enough today. Uh, and and they just they just come up short time and time again. They can't run the ball. They can't pass the ball effectively. They just can't do anything. Yeah, and that that's why it was so disappointing today is they didn't do anything right. Nothing. No. Across no. the board. No. And I want to give a break for, for the injuries that they're dealing with. But, man, at this point, it's just like, yeah. Well, how, there's no. Even when you're you were healthy, you sucked. Yeah. So the fact that you just suck in an uglier way now and what's just the doesn't point of, like, earn much for me. What's the point of giving breaks? Like, what does that even count for? Like, the season is over. I like, mean, it's e- like ah, oh, there's no path to like improving. Like, e- it doesn't matter. Even if you have injuries, you should still be able to put up more than ten points and get some uh. first downs and and get a field goal in a second half of a game. Yeah, man. Anything. Um, and what was most d- disappointing and frustrating for me was one, they didn't have a counter from, for it, for an off, from an offensive standpoint. Um, just like very simple things that other normal teams do. 
And the Broncos are very much not a normal team. But look at Ryan Tannehill. If you bring Josie Jewell on a blitz, he looks right to that area of the field, yep. flips it right over the line to a tight end who's come into that zone. The Broncos don't do anything like that. There's no seeing where the blitz is coming from and working away from it. And there's no blitz counters. The only thing the Broncos did today that worked was, I guess, a, a, a pressure counter, which was screens. A couple wide receiver screens got loose. That's about the only thing they did right from a passing game standpoint, other than the lucky Jalen Virgil touchdown. And so it's just, it's, it's Russ and attack it time and time and time and time again. And, you know, Russ has his faults, obviously, and, and he is a part of this. And Hackett isn't doing anything to help. And the two of them together are entirely responsible for this clown show. Massive, massive, massive concern for me. Just week in and week out, and it's not going away with Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett, you can move on from today after the season if things don't get fixed. Russell Wilson, you can't. And that's the most concerning thing right now is Russell Wilson. He was hit 18 times today. And let's not put all of this or even close to all of this on the offensive line. The offensive line was not good, especially right when Quinn Bailey went in. The Tennessee Titans said, oh, you have Quinn Bailey in? We're just going to go right Mm -hmm. after him. And they did. And they were very successful. Calvin Anderson was not good either. The middle of the Broncos offensive line was not good either. Because it was all third stringers. Yeah, exactly. But Russell Wilson... Mm -hmm especially in that situation you have to have that clock in your head and he just looks so uncomfortable every time the ball was snapped and then he just did not have the clock in his head and we heard it time and time again in Seattle just how he uh, had more sacks on him as a quarterback than any other quarterback in the league boy was that on display today yeah I mean to me the well let's do a little blame game here to me the, and from an offensive standpoint, and, and I'm not actually blaming the players themselves because it's not their fault. They're put in a bad situation. But to me, the offensive line is the number one reason why things went completely off the rails mm-hmm. today. Now, if you would have had, you know, an all pro offensive line in there, I don't know what this offense even does. Yeah. But for, for sure, every time the Broncos snapped the ball, there were people within a second on top of Russell Wilson. And he really had to make magic happen to even make plays look like they might have a chance, even though none of them ever did anyway. Um, <clears throat> and I was saying before the game, I'm looking forward to watching the All-22 because Russell Wilson actually did a pretty miraculous job of buying time on a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. And then there was just n- nothing. You know, with the times that he did get a ball off, he's just throwing a, a prayer ball down the field into double coverage. I'm like, where is that second route? Where's Kendall Hinton breaking off and coming back to him? Where's, where's Cortland Sutton, like, I'm seeing Montrell Washington in double coverage 60 yards down the field. Where's everyone else? I, that was shocking to me, but from, from the start, to me, number one blame is the offensive line. Again, not blaming the players, blaming the injuries. Then Russ, then Hackett. Yeah, to me, it, it just goes back to who we've been talking about this whole time. It is Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, you could put all three of those right up there, <laughs> but... Again, another game, another 50% completion performance for Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. 21 of 42, just absolutely terrible. Like you said, Brian, the only good play he had uh, was when he threw a 66-yard pass, which was just a receiver was wide open. I'm glad he was able to find him. Mm -hmm. Credit there. But outside of that, no touchdowns on the day. That one pick at the end, 50% completion. I mean, when we see Russ get close to 60%, it's like, wow, this is incredible. No, this is the modern-day NFL where throwing the ball is a lot easier. And, by the way, this Tennessee Titans pass defense is bad. So the fact that that they made this Broncos pass offense just they shut down is even worse. Yeah. Totally. It's, go ahead, Ang. Yeah, I mean, it's like you also look in the total passing numbers, second most of his time in Denver. But that's more of an indictment of everything else that's happened in the past couple months than just saying like, oh, yeah, that's great. So you do have just that raw production, which can be just a little bit confusing. Like we have 286 passing yards. If you told me they're going to throw for 286 yards today, I'd say, yeah, they, they get 17 points, 10 right, points right, from that. Right, right. And part of the reason is the 50 percent. So many duds in there that just push the like just just push them closer to a third down, a three and out, whatever. That's just well. Take out the brutal. one for sixty-six, and you have yeah. what thirty-seven that added up to two twenty. 
True. Yeah, about exactly. right. But you can't. Yep. I mean, you can't do that. No, but I'm just saying in terms of 37 what attempts. 41. 41 attempts mm-hmm. for 220. That ended up at 220 yards. I'm not saying take it away from in terms of the whole performance. I'm just saying it helps illustrate why yeah. they weren't able to get those points because most of the production came on one play that did score them points. All of the rest of it was just random third and 11 conversions that, you know, the next series was a third and 14 and they didn't get it. Exactly. And, and I just look at Ryan Tannehill's numbers. He was 52.8% completion. Not mm-hmm. great. 255 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. We're begging to see something like that, where, where it's just you, you're able to get two touchdowns in a game. That's it. That's all we ask is two touchdowns because one more touchdown and the Broncos are going into overtime in this game because of how well mm-hmm. their defense played for the majority of the game. It's, it's I don't know. I, I want to say words like shocking, unbelievable. Not, yeah. It's Six just, months ago, this would be shocking. It's mm-hmm. just frustrating. It's maddening. It's disheartening it's worrying um and you know we have plenty of time to talk about it but you're right the big worry is you probably have to fire nathaniel hackett regardless of like how you feel about him or anything you need someone to come fix russell wilson yes you do that's that's basically the only goal of this offseason yeah unless he turns it around you know you've got eight games left maybe Mm -hmm. he does figure it out and it was all just awful terrible growing pains like crippling have to go to the hospital growing pains um but it doesn't feel like that's gonna happen especially after the bye week that was like you know you score 21 points in london you you have a couple things happen for you nothing's going to change big time on offense because you saw that progression wristband doesn't mean shit blue pants don't mean shit (laughs) you got to play real football and do real things and they can't do it right now. So you probably, again, not that this anyone didn't want to do it that's listening to this probably, but you end up, you're just going to have to fire Nathaniel Hackett. And maybe you, you think Sean Payton is the guy to come do this and you got to trade away that first round pick you got to get him. Or, I mean, it doesn't matter. <sighs> Nothing matters unless yep. you fix yep. Russell yep. Wilson. Yep. So that's, that's what we're, where we're headed is got eight games to try and see if this staff can do anything to fix him. And if it's not that, that's the only thing. That's your only chance to be relevant anytime soon. 100%. And now you're trying to do that, Ryan. Get things out of Russell Wilson. Fix him with backup uh, offensive linemen yeah. all over the place. Jerry Judy goes down. So you're left with Jalen Virgil, Montreux, Washington, Kendall Hinton, and <coughs> Cortland Sutton, uh, who was pretty hit or miss today. Uh, and it's just you, you, the Broncos are in such a bad spot again just today probably the biggest disappointment just from where they could have been going from four to five now to three and six yeah and and just does it it does it does and on the flip side you did what you needed to do ryan i said the the number one whiteboard key last week to beating the titans was stopping derrick henry and you said stop there we could end there because that should be a win right there. The Broncos did that. 2.8 yards per carry. And it should have been good enough. No, you're 100% right. It should have been good enough. But the offense was that bad. 10 points per game. The Broncos were the the, wor- the third worst scoring offense in the NFL coming into today. Uh, only the Colts were worse in one other team. Right now, it looks like the Colts are on pace to... Uh, to a leap ahead of the Broncos and the Broncos with the 10 points today, pulling themselves back even worse, probably going to be under 14 points per game. <clears throat> when did they score the field goal to get it to 10? Um, they, I guess it was right before the Colts drive, right? So, yep, exactly. Okay, So they didn't even have a, another, I mean, the fact that you get to 10, you get a 10 point lead yep. and completely implode the entire rest of the game from there. Um, and it's crazy to say, they're very low down the list of why they lost, but that the defense on that late second half drive was really yeah. disappointing. Um, we might be talking about a different result. Probably not, but might be talking about a different result if they even just hold for three there mm-hmm. to give up the touchdown. And it's maybe one time all year where I looked at Evero and just said, yeah, not your best series mm. or not your best possession there. Yeah. Uh, it felt like he was just calling the wrong plays at the wrong time basically the whole way down when you're off they're able to you know get it when you brought pressure they're able to throw into it mm-hmm. and even on that like you left cream jackson in single coverage on a big wide receiver 
there on the touchdown, and it's just like, yeah, well, he, he can't do that anymore. Right, and the defense just has zero margin for error now. They, they just can't give up I any know. plays. And so, like you said, Ryan, it's not fair, but this is who the Broncos are. They yeah. are this team that is so unbelievably reliant on their defense where – it's like, well, they have a bad series, a bad player too. Well, you do get on them because of, it's so crucial. But let's break that down even more. First, I got to tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. The Breck Brews were flowing at the DNVR bar today. I mean, a great turnout for the game. The atmosphere was awesome in the first half. And then it was just, there was nothing to get excited about in the second half. And the Breck Brews were flowing, though. You guys were, were enjoying them. What is it, the, the Fun Slinger? Fun Slinger, Ooh, yeah. What a cool can. Great beer, too. Great beer. Breck actually hooked us up with the Fun Slinger snowboard oh, um, with like the branding yeah. from the can on the snowboard. Sick. Um, they're good. They're super crushable. And yeah, I think everyone could use a, a bucket of Fun Slinger. So come down to the DMV Art Bar and enjoy one. <laughs> that is for sure. And go to breckbeer.com. Look at their Breck Beer locator if you can't make it down here. And also sign for Ivaca. The Nuggets play tonight um, in a few hours. That's going to be nice. Yeah. Slend some power. Buffs basketball. Yeah. Beat a top 11 team in the country? Yes, top Woo! 11 team in the yep. country. The After standard demarcation to of top 11. Bottom <laughs> yeah. 11 team on Friday? Maybe Grambling's good. We don't know yet. They were like, <laughs> Ken Palm had them like 325 out of 345. <laughs> I bet they're higher now. I bet they're higher now. That's what I said. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ivanka, you get to watch the Nuggets. You get to watch the Avalanche. Get to watch Rockies too, but that's a lot like watching the Broncos, so we won't lean too hard into that one. There's also the DMVR channel. I'm sure somebody out there is probably watching us right now on Ivaca mm -hmm. mm -hmm. on their TV. So Ivaca uh, is awesome, and the best part is it is the cheapest way to watch the Nuggets and Avalanche to get altitude. That's uh, $25 a month plus another $5 a month for receiver. That's uh, you can sign up at Ivaca.tv/dnvr. And also come by, hang out at the DNVR bar. You can come down for the Nuggets game tonight. Very much of a vibe switch from the way things are right now. <laughs> yes. Quiet, sad. If you want to see offense, yeah. watch the Nuggets. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> uh, nuggets are, are humming on offense. Um, but you can come down here, hang out. You could have had brunch this morning, which once again got rave reviews. I was too busy to eat brunch, and now I'm starving. I had the chicken and waffles. They were bomb. <sighs> So just rubbing I bet it they in. Were so good, Ryan. I'm gonna have <laughs> the biggest cheat meal after this. I just don't know what it is. Wow. You gotta start dreaming that in your head yep. next. Also, Ali made cupcakes last night. Oh. About to eat like 14. Oh, there wow. we go. Did you hold off last night? Uh, no, I had one. Okay. And okay. we have Friendsgiving on Tuesday. Oh, so DNVR Friendsgiving. Gonna be eating well the next no. couple right. days. All right. Well. <laughs> R.I.P. Diet. Vibes getting a little lasted better for now. a good. Four days. <laughs> uh, anyways, come down, hang out at the DNVR bar, have yourself a good time. Uh, and again, thank you to everyone who came today. Like, yeah. it was a little bit of a late arriving crowd, which I understand for an 11 a.m. start. But yep. I, I turned around at one point during the watch long. I was like, my God, yep. this place filled out entirely. Yeah, mm -hmm. it did. It, it was awesome. Uh, and like I said, the first half was awesome because the Broncos get that 10-0 lead. And then, Ryan, you touched on it, that drive at the end of the first half. The Broncos had such an opportunity there. If they stop the Titans, don't get any more points in the first half, then they get the ball to start yep. the second half. And what was something that really jump-started the Broncos' offense and really got the team believing in, in, in London was that first drive of the second half that they had where they went 98 yards for a touchdown. So you're thinking, holy cow, the Broncos could have a 13-0 lead, a 17-0 lead mm -hmm. after the first possession. You kind of start going there already because the defense has been so good that you're like, they're going yep. to stop them. And then they just – and th this is where it really goes on Ever Ryan, is if you just play like prevent defense. And it's like, no, and then no, they tried, no. Yeah. And they tried to back out of that, right. and then that didn't work. Yeah. It yeah. was like there just was one where like they just had the safeties way back. But then they also brought a blitz. You're know, like, well, now there's only like five guys, four guys to cover. Patch 50, of green grass in the middle of the field. Exactly. Man, and it was the complete opposite of what they did at the start of the game. Yeah, when they had Draymond Jones standing up as an outside linebacker, that was beautiful. It was perfect. Then you have three down linemen yep. and Jonathan Cooper on the other side. You have so much meat and muscle there. And you know what? It worked to stop Derrick Henry. And you know what? Ryan Tannehill wasn't doing anything when you did that because he's not very good. The, pass, the passing options that they have aren't very good. Why would you change what's worked so well? Yeah, that... That was baffling to me, especially when it was like perfect. 
Yes. And he was working perfect. Yes. And it's not like, like I get you don't want to give up a big play. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if Ryan Tannehill throws a perfect dime for, to, you know, a wide receiver streaking up the sideline and you didn't. Yeah. Tip your yep, cap. Yep, yep. When Good has job. he done that? No. So he, he hadn't. You know, KYP, know, know the personnel, know your personnel, but know their personnel too. KTP. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Yes. They have zero points. They have zero points in one, two, three, four, five, six. Their first six possessions before that final one. Guess how many first downs the Titans had? Six two? possessions. Two. Yeah. yeah, spot on, Ryan. Two first downs. Why change what's working? And then mm-hmm. that just got the Titans just enough momentum and enough belief in themselves because it was bad, as bad as it could be. I mean, the Titans had only crossed the Broncos, uh, got in Broncos territory once, and they only got six yards into it until then. And that was just all the Titans needed. And then in the second quarter, or in the, in the third quarter, then they go on another 80-yard 80, 80 drive, and that was it. That's all they needed. That was it? Yeah. 10-0 Colts. Um, about that. Man, what an embarrassing loss for the Raiders. All right. So my question mm. to you guys is, where do you go from here? Mm. You know, put yourself in the shoes of whoever. George Payton, you know, Rob Walton, yep. Greg Penner, yep. Kerry Penner. Yep. Nathaniel Hackett. What can you do? What, what can anyone do right now to help this? I'm not sure you gain anything by getting rid of Nathaniel Hackett right now. No, we've That's had this conversation start. before. It's exactly. just makes the job harder for everyone else and yep. doesn't really – you don't have a replacement. I guess Evero would be your guy. But even then, you're just taking a little bit away from the defense, which is your only strength, not and, yeah. your biggest strength, your only strength. You're just setting him up to not win games because the offense isn't any good and he's yeah. not fixing it. So, yeah, I mean, that's something I still think you're a few weeks away from. Yeah. Um, you can't – it's not like you can bench Russ – no, nope. certainly not. But those are the kind of things you have to go through. I mean, any of these running backs, do you think any of them have a chance in the future? Like Chase Edmonds is under contract. You give him some runs, see if maybe he can take over as a guy that you bring back. Sure. I mean, it's, Good luck it's running with little that stuff group. like that. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like there's no reason to give the ball to Latavius Murray unless there's nobody else to give the ball to since I guess he technically might be your best option. So I don't even know who else there is to play, though. This is kind of my point. I don't know if there's any buttons left to press. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah the, the, the only thing left, Ryan, is what you said, trying to get Russ right. And so that's mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett's job uh, for, for the rest of the time that he's a Broncos head coach is trying to flip that around, protect him, and get him going for the future. Because right now I'm scared as hell when I look at Russell Wilson. I look at the contract that he's got, and I look at the situation oh, yeah. the Broncos are in without being able to, to draft a replacement for him. But not just that, but – they need some weapons to surround him with. You have your tight end of the future. Running back is now a question mark, just with Javante Williams' uh, I- injury being so bad. Receiver, who knows about that? And then you need so much help on the mm. offensive line. You're not just one offensive lineman away. No. Go give Jalen Virgil and uh, Brandon Johnson some run, though. Jalen Virgil yeah. popped. Like, why not? See what happens. Yeah. And Jalen was, like, barely on the field after yep. that explosive play. And it's just like, why aren't you doing... Again, it, it's the conversation we had on defense, but with the offense now, why aren't you doing what works? Jalen Virgil gave you that spark. Get him, get him back yeah. out there. Don't have Tyree Cleveland out there. Yeah, and in the comments, I'm just seeing things like, we need a new quarterback, get rid of Russ, not cut Russ. It's not an option. You would have to pay $107 million in dead cap. And, and that's not just that. like, oh, just write a check. No. no, it means your entire team is strapped. That, yes. that is half of your salary cap yes. that would be gone. And so not only would that just cripple you, you would have to cut so many players on your team right now in order to make that happen. So you're not only getting rid of Russ, you're getting rid of all the rest of your best players too in order to afford that. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. No. Um, the only, if, if you want to go down that road just because it's the only button you can you know think to press, it's like you took a flyer on a sixth or seventh round quarterback and they ended up being an all, uh, you know, an all pro. Right. That's like mm-hmm. the only way right. you get out of this in some mm-hmm. lucky quarterback way. The thing is, I don't even think the Broncos will be looking to attempt that. Maybe they do. Mm-hmm. They just say like, Hey Brett, you know, this is Brett's last year under contract. So you can kind of sell it to Russ. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we need, sure. we need to draft a backup. Sure. Sure. Um, but other than that, 
you know, you can't really fix the quarterback position other than fixing Russell Wilson. And it's not just for this year. Like you said, if the Broncos were to move on from him, $107 million mm-hmm. in dead cap next year. The following year, $85 million in dead cap. So he is a Denver yes. Bronco through the 2024 season, unless some team trades for him, but no team's going to trade for him. So he is your quarterback. Yep. And even if you trade, I mean, you're still, that's still your cap hit. Right, right. You still deal with that. And then in 2025, $49 million cap hit. I mean, you could, but not even then. So he is your quarterback through the 2025 season. In 2026, the dead cap, $31 million. So that's when it's like, okay. But we are three years, three full football seasons away from that. It has to change. It has to get better. I, I can't. I mean, I'm starting to imagine that world, but that is, I mean, this would be the worst contract in NFL history yes. oh, if yeah. he really plays like this. And I mean, just to put that in perspective, salary cap is $230 million. Like you said, you'd be paying about half of it. As of now, they have $17 million in cap space next year. So you'd have $90 million you have to find on this roster. So you can, you know, save $8 million by cutting Justin Simmons, $10 million by cutting Garrett Bowles, 11 from uh, Graham Glasgow. You're a third 10 of the way there. Darby. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. see, you would have to get rid of everybody on the roster, and, and that's just to have a chance. Like, it might not be right, mathematically right, possible. Right. We laugh and so and we that's what cry. it looks like for a few years. Yeah. So, I, that, you know, we're not talking about that as a legitimate no. thing, but the no. point is just put that away. You cannot get rid of Russ. You can't. There is no path. So, yeah, the only path is dra- get lucky, and then you can't draft a first round quarterback. Or, yeah. Because now you have a rift. Right. No, and, yeah, you can't do that. And <laughs> you you can't get rid of him. So uh-uh. you can't just have him, like, I mean, I guess you could just, like, suspend him. and Someone, someone. Uh, I, know, I'm pr- I was thinking you could, like, frame him for a crime. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Like, that might void the <laughs> contract. Someone said, uh, someone said the only way Broncos to get out of that. might be able to pull that off. Someone said, uh, <laughs> what about an early retirement and Andrew Luck? He just he goes out that way because he got hit 18 times Ooh. today. <coughs> not so happening. Many. No, it's not. Not, not when happening. you have 163 million dollars guaranteed waiting for you. So, the question is, what are we doing to fix it? Um, obviously, the first name anyone thinks about when they think of a coaching change and you know someone who's had success with a quarterback in their 30s is Sean Payton. Yep. And is this where he'd choose to go? Not right now. And so honestly. If you're hold on, but on, if he has to be traded for, he does he get to choose? Oh yeah, like yeah he still he could does not have a contract. Or he could stay yeah. retired if he like doesn't want to play for you. Jesus, uh, someone was mad. Um, <laughs> was that all that was? I don't know. I, I don't know. Slammed a table or something. Yeah, I think so. That is unreal. I thought so. I thought the whole building was about to come down. <laughs> Like some yeah. car crashed into the door it or something. Felt like it. Sean Payton is technic like his rights are held by the Saints through next season. Correct. So after next season, he could sign with anybody. If somebody wanted him this off season, they could kind of come to an agreement, and then the team could trade for his rights. And likely so that, that they first make round pick through. that that you have next year yep. from from the Seahawks and the Bradley Chubb trade. Uh, but but you're really trading that first round pick for one year of Sean Payton. Instead yeah, of just waiting. Yeah, right, right. But, but I mean, if you move on from Nathaniel Hackett this year and then you hire another head coach, yeah, you yeah. aren't you aren't planning yeah. to do that for another year. So honestly, maybe it's if you see enough from Nathaniel Hackett this year, then you say, Okay, let's give him another year in order to try to continue to get this thing back on, then you make the move. So it's it's mm-hmm. an awkward place to be. It is. But Sean Payton, he's not looking at this job <laughs> no. and saying, I want this. No. He's seeing a Seattle Seahawks team that dumped Russ because they thought that he uh, was not going the right direction. And then he goes to another team, and yes. it doesn't look good. It's That's that's what's scary is what's appealing about this team from an offensive perspective from a Sean Payton. I think there's probably be yes. other opportunities that, that are more intriguing. Definitely. But the one thing that – like the, the one way that he could get to saying yes – as if he just thought, like, well, I can fix the offense. The defense is there. So I don't even have to worry about the defense, and I'd have my hands off the defense anyway. So it's, you know, you have the one thing you can't control, but that's not worth well, it. Well, and I think what's crazy is if Nathaniel Hackett doesn't make it through this season, the best thing he, or through, after this season, the best thing he could do is make Russ look good enough to convince his next guy, his next predecessor, Sean Payton, to come in here. Like, if, if, if Nathaniel Hackett's good enough to do that, but still bad enough to get fired, that could be the best thing for the Broncos. I, I, I hate to do this because I really like the guy. Yeah. He, he's done. I don't, 
I don't think it's if anymore uh, in terms of Nathaniel Hyde getting fired. I think it's when. Is now, you, I, mean, I know we did the, feels dead well, we did the, the, the um, round table and we said both of us said he has to get to eight. Yep. Um, so, you know, you just took one of the winnable games off. Um, and so now you have to win. What do you have to do? Go five and now you have to go five and three. Five and three the rest of the way. And I still believe that. I still believe if they go five and three, it'll be you'll you'll show enough. But but I'd like to add in the you have to be five and three with competent offense. But I think what we're seeing right now is they're not going to win. They they may win one or two more games with great defense and poor offense. I think to get to five and three with the rest of the schedule yeah. they have, it'd have to be competent enough. Yeah. But fair I mean, enough. you're right. It, it it's a fair caveat because if the Broncos would have won you know, 13 to 10 today, that wouldn't have crossed. That wouldn't have been the competent offense. Um, so I still stick with that. But the, the issue is, guys, to go five and three, there's nothing that you can point to and say, oh, I feel confident that this no. team's going to go five and three. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars outside, or including that, the Broncos are one and five in their last six games since starting two and one. One and five. You know what's crazy is today is the first game the Broncos have played in this season where it wasn't a three-point game or closer at some point in the fourth quarter. And it was a four. Wow. It was just four. Yep. And that was too much. Too much to overcome. Far too much. You know, it, did you guys watch the Thursday night football game when uh, um, when Kirk Herbstreet asked Al Michael, do you think uh, the Falcons have a quick score in them here? And Al Michael just said, I don't. And, 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 and he was right. And Ryan, uh, you asked me today, the Broncos at one point in the game, are the Broncos going to get a that. score? And I was like, no. Cause it's just, it's just, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted someone to try and speak things into existence. Oh, my goodness. And you just can't with this team on no. offense anymore. And there was one point when you asked, when they had one touchdown, they're going into their 10th drive. It's like, yeah. you think they're getting a touchdown? <laughs> no. Just say, yeah. <laughs> no. Sometimes you just got to say yes. Oh. Like when you did. Yes. And then what happened? I was wrong. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're right, it hits pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. <laughs> like when I called that screen pass that went for 14 yards. Oh, nice. nice. Real Tony Romo shit. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, yeah. But there's so many issues, so many problems. Um, running back is one. Yep. I mean, the Broncos just have nothing there right now. Um, because M Melvin Gordon, who is yeah. a good running back – in his heart somewhere um <laughs> can't play like he used to no because he's afraid of fumbling the ball and he should be did the broncos get uh, away he with almost one? did twice and exactly they got yeah. away with two uh one, one really sure. but yeah. i think I, I i think even they throw the flag it stands probably um but probably. if it would have been ruled a fumble i think that it also would have stood yes so Ooh. yeah um he can't he's not running the same like started with that colts game when you know he was probably going to get cut, in my opinion, yeah. before Javante got hurt. The next week, they had no choice but to start him. He's running two hands on the ball, like, yep. you know, William Frigerator Perry going in <laughs> for the Bears in the Super Bowl. Um, I And ever since then, he just he doesn't run as hard. Yeah. He doesn't run as decisively. And it's kind of under, it's understandable because he knows if he fumbles, he's just done. Um, mm. So he can't, he can't really go. Latavius Murray is fine. Um, he averaged 2.7, 2.7 yards <laughs> per carry That's today. Fine. Didn't it feel better though? I felt yeah. better than that. That's because he yeah. had a long run of 10 yards. Yep. Um, so he went eight of 14 on the other one. <laughs> and then Chase Edmonds uh, had two carries for nine yards. What's interesting about that? He averaged the best on the team. Um, his long was 10. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you what happened on the other carry. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. And then, uh, like you said, Melvin, the best on the team outside of Chase Edmonds, 3.4 yards. Disastrous. Now, I don't really know how much the running backs are the problem there as much as it is the offensive yep. line. They get no push. They're not really opening up any holes. Man, um, and the, the disappointing thing, Ryan, you, you, you texted us right when the Jeffrey Simmons news came in. You said this could be huge. And it should have been yeah. huge. They're without their think best defender on the <laughs> offensive line. I think it was huge. <laughs> and it still didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. That just shows you how disappointing it was. Yeah. Like, if he plays, they might have gotten shut out. It is crazy, though, how, yes. like, every team in the NFL, just every three or four years, has a season where they're just signing a random veteran running back off the street because they don't have any options. Yeah. Like, you just go, like, maybe it's every five years. You just hit that point in the cycle again where it's like, oh, yep. 
all of our, our our two good running backs are hurt, so here we go trying to sign whoever from wherever and seeing yep. if it works. Yep. It was about five years ago the Broncos were signing that former Ravens running back. Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, uh, yes, yes, Justin. Justin Forsett. <laughs> there was the yeah. one before that where you wound up with, like, was that the Selvin Young season? Oh, like yeah, They had yeah. Mike Bell. They brought back Tatum Bell. Yep. Um, Ryan Terrain was a yeah, rookie. Yeah. He had, like, a dope game, got injured yep. right away. Yep. Uh, yeah, it is true, and that's where the Broncos are right now. Although it's not like they suffered a bunch of injuries. No, they just suffered one injury to the only and guy then, who mattered. And well, there were two guys who mattered. Well, the, the other, other guy fumbled sucked. away his opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, when I look at this game, total yards three hundred and thirteen for the Broncos, three hundred and seven for the Titans. Rushing yards sixty-five for the Broncos, sixty-three for the Titans. Passing yards, 248 for the Broncos, 244 for the Titans, including sacks. We're talking about a near identical game. Mm -hmm. What was the difference? Why did Tennessee get 17 and the Broncos only got 10? Uh, they were able to string plays together, which is something the Broncos literally never did. Yep. And if they, if the Broncos, yeah, I mean, even on their, yeah. their touchdown drive, it was one play. That's the one. It yep. wasn't like they put a lot of things together. It was yep. the one at the end of the half. That, that was the difference, that drive. Yep. Because you have, like, the big play, touchdown. Theirs was on the flea flicker. That was the difference, though. It was just that one drive. Yep. And then uh, uh, another thing, not necessarily a big difference in this game, but four for 17 on third down. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett pointed to it after the bye. Uh, Justin Oof. Alton pointed to it after the bye. Third down has to get better. It got worse. Broncos on fourth down, though, two of three, 67% completion or, 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 uh, efficiency on fourth down. And after the game, Nathaniel Hackett said it's like we're almost better on fourth down than third down. Desperation helps. Yeah, I mean, probably being the inches away. The third and a full one sneak was dude be behind Luke Wattenberg in his second ever NFL play. <laughs> dude, <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It just showed me how unconfident they are in anything and, and i can't blame yeah. nathaniel hackett for that he's looking at his play sheet and he's like what do i trust here yeah what's the play that i have that i'm like that's the play we go to yeah no i liked it on fourth down just follow up with it on fourth i down. hated but, it on but, fourth but down it just worked <laughs> because they didn't get any closer on third down um maybe they gave him like true. six inches or so right, right and i was just like don't try this again but they <laughs> did it a little bit differently with the kendall hinton push and right you know, Kenny Hot Dog had, had himself a little game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably good you didn't cut him, too, by the way. Oh, uh, yes. yes <laughs> some were suggesting. Yes. Yeah, um, because uh. Kendall Hinton uh, goes four catches for 62 yards. Was really, I mean, the spark until Jalen Virgil got in there. Uh, Jalen Virgil, one catch for 66 yards. And should we just give out our DraftKings Sportsbook Let's King go. of the game? The only good vibe moment of the whole day. And man, did it feel good. Jalen Virgil, the DraftKings Sportsbook King of the game. His first NFL game. His first NFL catch. And his first NFL touchdown. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, Ryan, you say vibes. What great vibes going on for him? Yeah, I thought in that moment, like, oh, good things can happen to us. Yeah. Uh, and I was really happy for him. That's such a cool moment. Yeah. He's probably the only person who's, like, still has a smile on <laughs> yeah. today after yeah. the game. He might not even, you know, and I wouldn't blame him if he did. Um, but I also wouldn't blame him if he doesn't. I think a uh, uh, friend of the program, um, uh, Romy Bean, was hosting the CBS postgame show, and I, they were in the locker room, and, yeah, he didn't even have a smile on. Oh. I'm like, damn, he can't even enjoy this. I hope that he's, like, just faking it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, He's like, I, I don't want right. to be the only happy guy in the yep, locker room. Yep. So, like, put the scowl on, then, like, go find your friends yep. and family and celebrate. <laughs> yep. Um, really awesome moment for him. Really happy for him. And really the only fun or cool thing that happened today. Yep. I completely agree. That, that was about mm -hmm. it. I mean, three points outside of that. And I'm just thinking of, like, even defensive plays that were like, oh, Nick Benito had play. that one. Yeah. There was the one where then he oh, missed Jacob and Jacob Martin, Martin had a got sack. the sack. Yeah, and I mean, how about Jacob Martin, too? Speaking of guys making their Broncos debut mm -hmm. today, a sack, almost another sack yeah. that uh, that there was a false or an offsides that negated it, I believe. Which mm -hmm. was an offside. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he could have a two-sack game for Jacob Martin. Uh, and just another, speaking of fun plays, how about Cortland Sutton's catch? Yeah. I mean. Uh, it's one of the, it won't get any run because it's just. 11 a.m. game that no one was paying attention to. Yeah. Um, and then he had Justin Jefferson do what he did. Yeah. But that's one of the most improbable catches I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, 
the thing is, a lot of these catches you see is they're going away from, they're going with the ball, right? His body is going against the ball. Yeah. And he's falling. Yeah. And he catches it with one hand. Like the um, the amount of hand-eye coordination <laughs> yeah. and athleticism it takes to, to make that catch, um, which is funny because he dropped some easy ones. Yeah, see, yeah, and, and that, that's the thing. I mean, just an up-and-down day. It's like I thought that was going to get Cortland Sutton jump-started yep. after. I think he had a dropper before that or something. There was something that didn't work Across out. the middle, and, yep. and then it, it kind of did. Uh, he ends with the best game he's had in forever. Six mm -hmm. catches for 66 yards. But still, 11 targets. Now, that's not all on him. But, I mean, he's only just above 50% catch rate. And now he is the guy uh, because Jerry Judy went out, got some good news from Hackett after the game. He thinks the Broncos, and is hoping, I should say, the Broncos dodged a bullet with Jerry Judy. Reports coming out throughout the game as it went on that they were not looking his Achilles. They're looking at his ankle. Oh, but Dr. David Chow said he tore his Achilles. <laughs> oh, wrong again? <laughs> Shocking. What, didn't, uh, they, uh, didn't they say Javante Williams was fine? Uh, those, I don't remember. Some, yeah, I think they did. Tell the story, though. Yeah, we had a... Uh, uh, maybe a follower. Maybe he'll watch. Yeah, he'll a, a excited patron yeah, in the passionate. bar yes. uh, who was hopping on screen a couple times, <laughs> and he just ran over to us. He's like, uh, Jerry Judy out for the season, torn Achilles. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you see that? And he was like, Broncos IG updates or something like that. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, okay. no. <laughs> like, no, don't show me that. I was like, who said it? He's like, oh, Dr. David Chow. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, Dr. David Chow. All you have to do is put a doctor in front, and that gets you so much credibility <laughs> on the internet. Like, everyone uh, was like, I hope this isn't Achilles. You put the doctor in front of it, and you're like, this is an Achilles. Damn, I should change my Twitter name to Dr. RK, buy a verification badge, and just start <laughs> yes. tweeting about every injury in go. the NFL. You'll, you'll go viral. Yeah, yep. exactly. That's the thing is people follow him because... Yep. A lot of times he'll give like the positive update, right? So mm. then people will start retweeting right. it. Right. Because they're like, oh, he's fine. Yep. This guy said he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, a couple more injuries that we didn't get updated on. Billy Turner, of course, went down with the knee. That, I mean, if I'm Dr. David Chow, I'm, I'm saying probably really bad knee injury. Do you think we can works. all just do this? Yes, yes, yeah. we can. <laughs> we should have a competition. We all just make like a burner Twitter account. <laughs> Dr. Hank. Whoever gets the most <laughs> yeah. followers. Whoever yes. gets is the most followers and most right. Oh. Most followers, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because But that looked bad. Um, so now the Broncos are permanently on a backup left tackle for the rest of the season. They could easily be permanently on a backup right tackle for the rest of the season. And Quinn Bailey, I mean, I, I feel for the guy because he's a practice squad player. He no. was on the practice squad yesterday. He will be back on the practice squad tomorrow. And he's asked to be a starting right tackle for the Broncos. Yeah. They're in such a tough space there. And then Graham Glasgow, he goes down. He gets hurt. Luke Wachberg comes in. And you have two bad snaps. Now, one of, I shouldn't say bad snaps. One of them hit Russ's hand. Russ, <coughs> Russ has to have that one. Uh, and then yeah. I didn't see what happened on the other one. It hit his hand, but it's, like, way off target. It was yeah, a bad yeah, snap that he has to have. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Can I two mean, things blame, can blame be on both sides. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and not to mention, Luke Wattenberg also just ran away from a block at one point, which allowed Russell Wilson to get sacked. And got Dalton turned around with his hands up screaming. Well, yeah, because yeah, Dalton yes, probably is yes. the one who's going to get the sack yeah. on his on his record there. In a I contract was like, Dalton, year. what is happening right <laughs> now? It was so weird. It was like he oh. thought it was like he thought the play was still going and like dropped back into a set again. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, I mean, Luke thought he was pulling, so he clearly didn't know the play, right? Because he, you know, chips. The guy, he has perfect position on him and then just leaves and goes out running the other way. And that's when Dalton's like, what are you what doing? Are Where are you going? He just ran away. <laughs> it looked like something in a video game, like a little uh, error in it. And a player just right after yeah. a play is like yeah. pretending to block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I feel bad for Luke Wattenberg, too. He's yeah. a third string yeah. Yeah. center. Yeah. Uh, and he's a rookie. Yeah. And he gets thrown in there with no, you know, I guess... He, sh he, he had to prepare this week like if, as if he would play, but it's just, uh, you know, this is what I always talk about is no one ever talks about how injured injured teams are enough, but it's probably going to be the story the whole entire rest of this year. So remember when I remember that I said this right now, because I'm probably going to be angry and roasting them later in the season, and it's not yeah. going to matter to me quite as much about the injuries that happen, but the story of the rest of the season, especially if they're not getting these guys back, is they're, they're too injured to do anything anyway. 
Yeah, they, they really are. And then another big injury coming in. Um, I'm trying to find the exact injury, but Kwan Williams went out of the game um, near the end of it, and he was huge. He, w- he picked up right where he left off in London yep. and was, again, great today. RG yep. had a, such a funny comment on the stream that just every week his cast gets bigger. And bigger. <laughs> it's true. And I was like, it's like one of those things, like a hundred retweets will make it bigger. Right. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. <laughs> it's going to be the size of his body soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's all right. Um, they're just, they're down to nothing. Yep, they are. They are specifically on offense, and it's the worst place to be. Uh, down on specifically at offensive line, not just on backups now, but on third string practice squad guys. Like, what if I told you their best running back is Latavius Murray and their best, their second best wide receiver is Kendall Hinton? That's tough. I'll say, wow, Kendall Hinton must have gotten dope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I don't even know if Latavius Murray is their best running back, but he's getting the carries. Yeah. It's what, three games in a row? Maybe four that he's had the most carries? Oh, and their best offensive lineman is. Quinn, probably. Okay, that doesn't Still change. Their Quinn, second yep. best offensive lineman, Dalton, Dalton. by just by default. By default, he yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, he's the only, he's literally the other three positions are injured. The third stringers. <clears throat> they're they're just kind of cooked. Yep. Very cooked. And even if they were good, they might be cooked. Yeah, exactly. Like if they were good at one point. Exactly, because it's not like we're seeing all these injuries and now we're saying, oh man, well the fall off. What are they supposed to do? They're so injured. They were great before them. No. That's what's disappointing. And maybe we had Adam Hogue in the house today. Shout out to him. Of course, our Bears reporter for uh, CHGO. Justin Fields has undergone an incredible transformation, which we will probably have the conversations about moving forward. Should the Broncos have taken him? But what the Broncos can focus on right now is just how he has totally flipped his season around this year. I mean, it's not like he started off really hot this season or last year. But he's able to, to transform by the team doing what he does best. That's what Hackett has to do with Russ. Did the Broncos get the wrong um, offensive assistant from the Packers? Mm, wow. With the way uh, Luke, Luke Getzey's Luke looking. Yeah. So far. It's yeah. possible. It's crazy. Like, the Bears have scored 30 points in back-to-back games. Insane. Yeah. Did they lose today, too? They did. They oh lost my. both games. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the bad. Detroit Lions have the same record as the Denver Broncos. <sighs> How about that? Uh, Broncos this the, are... This is the Detroit Lions that were one and six two, three weeks ago. Broncos are really going to give the Seahawks a top five pick. It's disgusting, and Seattle reporters are all over it. Oh, I know we lost this morning, but hey, the Broncos lost, so that pick just looks better. Yeah, so the thing is, they're still going to have to get a quarterback at some point, so they better hit with that one. Yeah, it's true. Did you see the uh, uh, Russell Wilson Seattle Seahawks jersey that was spotted in Germany today? No. It uh, they put tape over Russ's name on the back and said two first round picks. Ooh, wow. Well, you got Charles Cross with the first one, right? That's yep. a good one. He's he's doing good. Yep. Um, and we'll see what they do with the second one. Let's see how good it is. Man, I'm concerned about that. I uh, think it could be one of those ones where both teams end up losing the trade. It very well could be. Yeah, I mean, if they don't hit on the quarterback, but right now, I guess Geno Smith didn't play as well today. Yeah, I mean, the, but Gino isn't their long-term right. answer. He's never right. going to win them a Super Bowl. No, 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 he, he's not. But you can get Super Bowl odds over at DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook right now. If you place a $5 bet on any NBA Moneyline team and they win, you get $200 in free bets in your account right away. <clears throat> How are you guys doing? Uh, how's, your, how's your weekend been on DraftKings? Really good yesterday. Pretty bad so far today. Um, okay, yeah, fair. Uh, I, I have a couple parlays that are still open. I, unfortunately for my CSU Rams fans, I hit Wyoming money line when they were wow. down. They, I was also up and forth Collins Real watching place. the game. Oh my uh, God. But DraftKings gave me a 25% live <laughs> boost. How, oh. how could I not? Oh. I, mean, I how got could the you odds not? to plus how did 180. How feel about that? Um, I, Probably I didn't think, tell. I don't think I've told her yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> she doesn't need to know about that. Uh, and uh, I didn't tell Lindsay when I was having that conversation with her earlier today uh-huh. either. So I'm sorry, Lindsay. But uh, DraftKings, I mean, they just continue to hand out boosts left and right. Wait, has CSU fans turned on Norvell yet? Uh, no. No, okay. no, they they, they haven't um, because they're playing more competitive now, even though they're only scoring huh. 13 points a game. <laughs> yeah, they haven't turned what like they luxury. like people have on Hackett. I, I feel so bad for just every football fan in Colorado. In Colorado, it's tough, man. 
even Air Force fans, like, are probably Broncos fans, so they, they only get to enjoy one thing. It's, are they good? Are they holding up this year? I think they're good. I don't, I don't know if they're quite as good as they were supposed to be. Right. Nobody ever hears much about them. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. They're fourth in the Mountain West. Okay. That's, yeah. That's not very good. Fourth in the Mountain West is not good. Upper quartile. Hey, the, the Broncos are about <laughs> Actually, to be fourth in the <laughs> AFC West. Upper quartile. But not the upper quartile of the upper quartile. Definitely not the upper no, quartile no, of the top no. Which we determined quartile. today on the tailgate, that's incorrect math. So it they're is. seven and they three They are in the upper quartile of the upper quartile. No, because that'd be like, what, top two? Yes. Yeah. Wow, yes. <laughs> that took yeah. us like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're seven uh, and three. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. In the, the, in the Mountain next. West. Go Zoomies. Oh, there we go. So head Montana over to Montana would be draft. nine and one in Mountain West. <laughs> so are they even nine and one in their own conference? They're no, three I see and this is three tougher. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Of course. It's of tougher. Course. So use the code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook and make sure to see show notes for details. And also, still bad. get on out to Infinity <laughs> Park in Glendale and go watch some rugby. Uh, they... Uh, that's where they play their games, the American Raptors. They're, uh, they're a team comprised of former athletes of other sports that they're converting into rugby players with hopes of getting them onto the U.S. national team. It's a really cool program that they have going. So uh, make sure, like I said, that you get in on that. Um, free tickets at AmericanRaptors.com. You can stream their matches there. Uh, they had a big match last night against Beko Rugby Toucans. Uh, they were out in Columbia. Did they win? Uh, I was just pulling that up. <laughs> 40. Don't. Come on, Raptors. <laughs> Let's go, It's tough Raptors. to say. Not a lot of news coming out of old Columbia. Um, but, yeah, I mean, watch your games. What about, like, Colton's Twitter account? Good idea. Well, I wasn't Keep on going. that website. I'll look. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, uh, American Raptors, a lot of fun, a lot of rugby. They uh, have been consistently scoring more points than the Broncos, which is fun. Um Oh, they pulled it out? No. No. Yes, they pulled Let's it out. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 43 to, to 28. I went to Colton's Twitter, and I sadly discovered that he was at the Broncos game in Nashville <laughs> today. <laughs> of course. Um, there you go. Should have gone Rappers. to Columbia. Yeah, yes. more points there for sure. Man, yes. it's been a bad weekend for you, Ryan. It's Leeds losing, too. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't have to tell me, but... Buffs, Buffs basketball. Buffs basketball, that's, that's my only team, didn't you know? <laughs> yeah, the one that lost at Grambling. That was before they the beat. weekend, technically. <laughs> I love how you're not going to let that down. Tennessee. I mean, they lost to Grambling. No, matter. I was they fired up. Tennessee. I was all fired up about the season. Sat down, watched that game. I was like, oh, God, It doesn't God, matter. Go. They beat Tennessee. Yeah. It does matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter anymore. It, <laughs> it does. They it does Tennessee. You're able to come out of it as like a net neutral. But <laughs> no, there you go. No, matter. net positive. I don't think so. Grambling. It doesn't matter. What's It does, though. Louisiana. Louisiana? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I believe, I believe um, it is. Speaking <laughs> of CSU or CU, they were up three to two on USC. They were. Yeah, at the, the end of the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the second? Third, we don't want to talk. I don't know. I actually uh, like didn't catch the rest of the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just just to balance it out, I did bet on uh, USC minus thirty four and a half. Smart. So oh, I, I appreciate that. Okay. So, there you go. Yeah, that was yeah, smart. I mean, I That's I would have told you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You probably also would have told me to take Wyoming money line when they were down too. So, yep, yeah. I would have yeah. done that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I should have been in on these bets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, fade um, football in Denver, Colorado. Just fade football. Yeah, fade football. No go birds. <laughs> no go birds. Let's just Monday give up on the sport entirely. Are they off? No, they're tomorrow. Monday night mm, football. There we go. Yesterday, so it, it, really quick, in my new life as a, a diehard Leeds fan. Oh yes, oh, boy. yes. I woke up at 8 a.m. yesterday. Wow. And then I watched sports from 8 a.m. to midnight. Oh, just my Just nonstop. Wow. It was so epic. Wow. Like, I was like, wow. In my previous life, I could only watch sports from 10 a.m. to midnight. It's true. I didn't wow. realize how serious this... I, I mean, I knew that it was serious, but I woke up to... Allie, Allie, leads are on. Like, come on, wake up. Not and even leads like, is oh. on. No, no, that's not how we say it. Oh. <laughs> what do you say? say it across leads are on oh leads are on wow yes. you even got the language yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> um you know i didn't know how real it was until they gave up a one they were up one in like with like 15 minutes left and they gave up two goals to lose and like mm. it actually ruined my day you felt pain wow, wow. <laughs> like i every time i thought about it the rest of the day i was pissed wow you went to wow. bed with a buffs loss you woke up to a leads loss yeah. yep 
Damn. But I did make some money on other things throughout the day, which there saved my day. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Shout out DraftKings. Shout out DraftKings. Shout out the people. Should we talk to them? Oh, and real quick, Viking said, I'm going to explode when I know how good the World Cup is. I love the World Cup. I'm not new to soccer. I'm just new to the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, okay. no, you're, you're hyped for the World Cup. Yeah, I've always, like, international soccer was my introduction to it, so it's kind of always been my favorite mm. part of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm it's true. really hyped for the World Cup. I was Cup. actually really, because I played soccer growing up and watched a lot of soccer growing up, I was actually very surprised with how much Ryan knew I was about the Rapids and the World Cup <laughs> and the U.S. men's team in general. Impressive. Like, wow, Impre okay. and, and DNVR is the official watch. Yep. Official uh, watch party headquarters of the Colorado Rapids for World Cup watch parties. Hell yeah. Wow. I love it. So anyways, let's hit some Super Chats. Let's do it. All right. From the Great Browse, save me from the KC fans here in Wichita, FML. Just leave. Oof. Wichita's <laughs> in Kansas, right? Yes. Yeah. Chiefs are Missouri. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs. They don't get to claim that. Well, they don't get to claim the that. The Missouri City Chiefs. Yeah. Kansas yeah. is kind of split. If you go to Western Kansas, you get Broncos fans. Yeah. Huh. Um... I don't know about what Wichita. Uh, no, Wichita, that's not Kansas. They can't. I mean, that's not. Did you see the Travis Kelsey story? No. So oh he had, uh, when he was at Cincinnati, like a couple of their teammates got drafted to the Rams, the St. Louis Rams at the time. Okay. And he was like, before the draft, they just hate it there. So he's just like, I'll go anywhere but to the Rams. <laughs> like, please, just don't draft me to the Rams. And on draft day, he gets a call, and it, all he sees is that it's a Missouri number. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you've got to be getting me. That's incredible. And then he answers, and it's Andy Reid. Yeah, okay, wow, <clears throat> what a relief. Yeah, pretty funny. But now he'd be out in L.A. Probably be okay. Yeah, maybe. Although, he L.A. right now. He would have to play now. with, like, true. Case Keenum, Jared Goff. Yeah. That's true. Now a dying Matthew Stafford. Yep. Um, and, well, now a backup. Not even playing. Yeah, do you guys see that game of backups? The Rams are now down 17-3. to Against nice. the Cardinals. Yikes. I've, yeah. Colt McCoy actually, like, runs the offense. Of the, the Kyler offense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. No, just the cliff offense. Right, right. Novel concept. Yep. Next one from uh, uh, Super Live Strong 101 says, I hope the Broncos become fun to watch again. Me too. I wasn't expecting them to be incredibly, uh, or incredible immediately, but the fact that they are so boring is brutal. It's by far the worst part. Yep. Bad and boring. We thought we escaped both. Yeah, I mean, look at the Bears. Back-to-back -back weeks where they lost, but they yeah. scored 30 points in both games. Yeah. I would be fine. Like, I, Yeah, of course, we'd be pointing out all the little reasons why they screwed yeah. up and why they lost in the same way that we kind of did today. But at least we'd be like, man, that was electric. Remember those three Jerry Judy touchdowns? Yeah. That was sick. <laughs> yeah. yep. Can't say that now. We never – there hasn't been a <laughs> single game this season where we're like, wow, that was a f just a fun game. Nope. You know, the, the wins they've had, 11-10 to 10 over uh, the 49ers. 14-9 over yep. the Texans. Yep. yep. I mean, just uh, boring ones. Yeah. I, I mean, the Seahawks game was kind of fun, other than the fact that they fumbled it away. And then ever since then, it's just kind of gotten worse. The Jags, second half was fun. That was. That was yeah. really fun, actually. Yeah. yeah, it was. All right, next one coming in from Jacob Christian says... Uh, could not be more apathetic. Missed the high point of the last 10 years due to a deployment during the 2015 season. Y'all may be the only reason I still even check the score. Uh, lurker since BSN days. We really wow. appreciate you rolling with us, Jacob. And, and of course, for your service as well. Yeah, thank yes, you for your absolutely. service. Um, I, yeah, I mean, appreciate everyone who continues to, to hang with us. <laughs> yes. That's all I can really say. One thing we can promise is we're going to be here and, and we're going to have fun at some way, somehow. There's yep. no reason they can't be good next year. We should have just done a Buffs <laughs> basketball post-game show. Oh. <laughs> Instead of just a watching. Little, we just started it off. And, and I'm just like, winner's lunch. Everyone's like, what the hell? I'm like, Buffs beat number 11, Tennessee. All right, next one is from N. Green Greer. Uh, who says, thank you guys for what you do. It gives me a place to mourn with others. Of course. Yes. Thank Amen. you for being here with us. Yep. And finally, from Anthony, six years of getting out coached, 10 points. Really? Really? 10. Really, really. Uh, Not that bad ten. of a performance given the uh, just kind of the vibe this season. Is it too much to ask for one defensive touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It just is. all year? I mean, that's really true. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos' defense, everyone was saying it when, when the Titans were driving. It's, the Broncos have to come up with the big play. 
And they did, courtesy of Malik Willis Jesus. going into courtesy the Courtesy of Mike Vrabel yes. and the Titans coaching so staff. Yes, it, it's very true. And they did, and then it, offense couldn't do anything. Not only could they not do anything, they went backwards. Yeah. How, how many times have we said that this year of like, wow, a huge opportunity was just gifted to the Broncos offense. Oh, and they either didn't get yards or they went backward. Yeah, It feels like every time. Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice. Like the defense just needs to score on their own. Yep. They might have if K-Jack <laughs> caught that ball that went right through his hands. Oh, man. And that's a tough – like, it was thrown really hard. It but. was. It was. Went right through his hands, though. And then Kareem Jackson, tough tough game. I mean, great overall game from the defense. We've already touched on kind of how they could have been a little better. But Kareem, I mean, a, a key piece in two of the two of the big drives. Yeah, the piece in, in two of the – both touchdowns. Yeah. Right? He gets beaten coverage on the first touchdown, and then he misses the tackle yep. on the flea flicker. And, like, my whole thing was you don't, you don't even have to make that tackle, but you do have to slow him down. Slow him down, right. Because right, there's right. two guys running full speed trying to – and he, if he just breaks down at all and forces the guy to make a move, then they probably catch him. And, you know, this defense, you give them a shot in the red zone, you think they have a chance to, to at least hold for three. But you're, you're Kareem Jackson. <clears throat> you should still at least – I mean, you should be able to tackle him. But I agree. You have yep. to at least slow him down. Yeah. Yep. Rough. Anything else? I think that's it. The Raiders are losing at this moment in time, that's thirteen fun. to seven. Yep, they the Colts pulled the Broncos and let them march down easily mm, uh, right before, before the half. half. But then uh. they they did it so easily that the uh, Colts got it back and got a field goal of their own. Oh, well, there we go. Okay, Broncos Smart. did not do that. Colts have officially outscored the Broncos, and so they're going to move into last. Wow. Oh no. That, Brutal. I think that's the hardest thing for me to believe. Last. That the offense got worse. Right. From. Any of the years. Yep. Any. Yep. Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, all, all of those offenses, Rich Scangarello, Pat Shermer, um, obviously Gary Kubiak's legit, but all of these different offensive coordinators, Mike McCoy, all of them, all of them more productive with worse uh, supposedly worst quarterbacks yeah. yeah i can't believe it i can't believe it and it's it's not just worse it is i mean like 33 percent worse than any other offense the broncos have had yeah i Shocking. mean the, the bad offenses i think uh like brock and, and drew were scoring like 18 or 19 points per game russell wilson's now going to be under 15 points per game setting football back decades in a time yeah. where centuries where, where scoring is easy well i guess this year it's taken a little step back but yep. still what's the average 21 points i think around the league right yeah. now it's somewhere right around yeah, there i believe that all right we got one final buzzer beater here <laughs> last one comes in from opmg the oc gotta go man i'm tired i'm getting cyber bullied by everyone i'm still loyal i'm loving nick benito though um there is no oc there's a head coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can fire Justin Outen. Yeah. Would be mean. But the, yeah, then, then, <laughs> then you're just getting rid of your good that's friend yeah, for, for no benefit, uh, really. In fact, you'd actually family. just have even more on your plate if you're Nathaniel Hackett then. Totally. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to start doing things yeah. for Nathaniel Hackett's sake to say, wait, wait, don't fire me. Because I'm going to fire someone else. Or he's just, you know, he is like a really good and loyal dude. He yeah. might just say like, nah, you got to fire all of us. Yeah, 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 that could be the case. And things are trending probably, that way. Yeah, yeah I'm even Man. past that. It's probably happening. I just, yeah. I can't believe three and six that this team is here. You know, the record is somehow more believable than the fact that they're the worst offense in football. That is yeah, true. Definitely. 100%. Definitely. Yep. Crazy. Yep, it is. All right. Well, on that lovely note, we are going to let you guys go. Thanks for tuning in with us. We will, of course, be with you. We appreciate everyone who continues to ride with us through all these struggles. And one day, it's all going to pay off. We'll be there then, too. See you guys.
time.